question. So again, what are the keys to creating and sustaining romantic partnership? Oh, such a good word, partnership, partnership. That's what we're looking for, partnership, right? The other piece is everybody needs to be getting their needs met. And there are ways to ask to get your needs met. Remember, like criticism goes out the door, start with appreciation, right? And, you know, we can ask to get our needs met by saying something like, you know, there's something that I need in order to help me feel happy or accomplish this or whatever. Um, here's what it would look like, X, Y, Z. And here's what it would provide for me. Happiness, ooh, the word happy is a big word, ladies, use it. We don't use the word happy enough, use it. So asking to get your needs met and being in partnership around that, and maybe your partner cannot meet all of your needs, and that's okay, because if it's truly a need for you, you are committed to getting that need met, whether that is with your partner or, or else elsewhere, okay? Um, whether that's vacation time or downtime or, or, financial stuff or or whatever. Okay. We can't put all of our needs hundred percent on our partners. So I teach a whole class on this. I can't go into all the details in, in this recording. However, getting everybody getting their needs met will help us and our partner feel appreciated and loved and honored. That appreciation that we give uh, genuine appreciation, right? Authentic appreciation. Has our partner want to do more for us? Test it out. Test it out between now and next week, right? And then come back and mention in the comments, oh my gosh, I tested it and it worked. So this is this is not manipulation if it's sincere, okay? It, it needs to be sincere, sincere appreciation. Um, when our partner feels appreciated, especially for the little things, they want to do more for us. Think about how you feel when you feel appreciated, right? It, it works for all of us. It's just, it's just human kindness. We can't have too much kindness in the world, right? Kind is the new cool. So when everyone is getting their needs met, um, the relationship, the partnership can be sustained. It can flourish. It can thrive. We don't want to just survive, right? We want to thrive. Those needs include sex. I teach an entire class. Uh, it's called Orgasm Versus Intimacy. And sex is a real need, especially for men. Uh, men and women are different biologically, and that has to do with the testosterone. So men have 10 to 32 times the amount of testosterone that women have. Sex for men is a physical need for most men. So when you hear me say men this or women that, just know I'm saying most or in general. I'm not saying 100%. I will never claim that. For most men, sex is a need like food and air and water. Okay. So how do we make sure that we get our needs met? Have a conversation about it. And this can be kind of uncomfortable, but have a conversation about if you had it all your way, what would that look like? How often? What time of day? Do you like morning sex? Do you like evening sex? How late is too late? You know, when we're all working and we're all busy, like there's too early for sex and there's too late in the evening for sex. So you got to catch me between these hours. You know, I'm only the store is only open between these hours or or whatever. So 
So have that conversation with your partner. What do they need? Ideally, if they could have it all their way, what would satisfy their needs? You know, and ladies, we think, oh, men will say they want sex every day. Not really. Or they might think that initially if they haven't gotten it in a few years, you know. Um, but find out what their pattern and their schedule is and you share with them what your pattern and your schedule is and you stick to the pattern or the schedule for the person who needs it the most. Because sex is not about being in the mood. It is not about waiting for all the stars and the planets to align and the kids are out of the house and now I'm in the mood and I had a good day and it is not about that. It is about meeting your partner's needs and your partner meeting your needs. Whew, and in my class, <laughs> we go into like, guys, women don't always necessarily need or want an orgasm. It takes energy. It drains. There's a there's a there's like a bank account of oxytocin and it drains our oxytocin bank account sometimes. Um, so sometimes we're happy to just give you what you need and give you a quickie. So anyways, just talk to your partner. What is right for them? What is right for you? This can be a fun conversation, you know? And if this hasn't been a safe place, if these conversations about needs because of criticism or because of arguments hasn't been a safe place, you really have to make it safe. Come from a place of curiosity, come from human spirit where you truly want to know what you can do to make your partner's life better and vice versa. You want to share with them, okay, what they can do and just truly coming from that place. And if it hasn't been safe to, to talk about needs and things, then it might take a few times. You know, you might have to build that trust. Okay, so that's okay. Don't get frustrated if the first conversation doesn't go over well. Here's the other thing, uh, especially with men, men have a superpower we call single focus. This is also part of the foundation that I teach in every single class. Um, it goes with hunting mode and gathering mode. So single focus for men, when he is focused on something else, that is not the time to try to have an important conversation. So schedule an appointment, you know, ask, and, and for women in hunting mode too, like, honey, I am doing a live stream right now on YouTube and Facebook. I, I'm sorry, I can't answer your questions right now, right? So schedule a time. Hey, honey, tonight at dinner, can we talk about something? Uh, don't worry, you're not in trouble, right? Give them, give them that reassurance because they're so used to being in trouble. Um, schedule a time to talk about it when he can turn his entire or she can turn her entire focus onto you and that conversation. And then keep the details low. Oh, I'm giving away all of my tricks. Details flood a hunter. So if, if you're talking to a person in hunting mode, don't give paragraphs and paragraphs and pages of detail when you're talking. It's way too much. Get to the point. I challenge you to keep it to three sentences. Three sentences. Boil it down. Practice with your girlfriends first if you have to. Practice over and over again. Pull out the important points. Boil it down. You will get a different result. So like I, I said about these episodes, you know, this is a different perspective. It's all based on the, the survival instincts of caveman and cavewoman back in the day. We are modern day cave people. That's what we are. That's who we are. We're modern day cave people. And our survival instincts are neural pathways in our brain that run deep and wide, and we're not going to overcome those. And it's normal and it's okay. 
And when you feel that instinct rise up, take a few deep breaths, shift yourself into human spirit, a place of conscious choice, a place of curiosity, a place of partnership, and do the opposite of what instinct told you to do. Instinct's never going to go away. I don't know, even my most spiritual of spiritual friends still have the need for food, shelter, and protection if there's a tiger chasing them, okay? So it's not going to go away. So that's what we're talking about here with partnership. Uh